When despair for the world grows in me, and I wake in the night at the least sound in fear of what my life and my children's lives may be, I go and lie down where the wood drake rests in his beauty on the water, and the great heron feeds. I come into the peace of wild things, who do not tax their lives with forethought of grief. I come into the presence of still water, and I feel above me the day-blind stars waiting with their light. For a time, I rest in the grace of the world, and am free. Hello, my name is Andy Rickles. I'm the Director of Youth Ministries at Huffman United Methodist Church in Birmingham, Alabama. I'm also a part of a spiritual direction certification cohort with Metagen Institute. The words I just read were the poem, The Peace of Wild Things, by author Wendell Berry. That poem has become really a part of my practice. Um, I read it almost daily because it speaks to something that is very special to me, which is the outdoors, and specifically the spirituality of the outdoors. And so I wanted to take a few minutes and talk about prayer in nature or prayer with nature. I think there are a few good reasons that we can pray in nature. First of all, I think that one of the biggest issues in our society is how disconnected we are. We're disconnected from each other, we're disconnected from ourselves, and we're certainly disconnected from creation. So spending time in creation can be a great way to get regrounded, reconnected with yourself, and a great time and a great opportunity to realize that we are not separate from nature, we are not over nature, but we are part of it. We are connected to this world. The world's flourishing is our flourishing. Another reason is often when we're looking for a spiritual experience, we want to set a sacred space. We build churches and cathedrals, and they feel sacred. But if we step out our front doors, the sacred is all around us outside. As we go deeper and deeper into the woods, or at a park, or along a riverbank, or a lake, or the beach, those spaces are sacred. And so those sacred spaces can help usher us into the presence, into the heart of God. And the final reason that it's important is because as Christians, as followers of Jesus, we are following the example of Jesus. Often Jesus would retreat into nature, into the wilderness to pray. And in fact, one of the earliest acts he did after his baptism, before he started his earthly ministry, was he disappeared into the wilderness for 40 days. If it's important for Jesus, then it should be important for us. But how do we pray? with or in nature? I've thought about this question a lot as I've gone through my spiritual direction program because I think there can be a unique and creative way to encounter the Spirit in nature. But I don't think it's as simple as just taking the things we do inside and moving them outside. And so when we think about how do we pray in nature, I think we need to hold the tension of listening and moving intentionally, but also being open to whatever experience may come our way. And I think of the two sides of that coin with a couple of personal experiences. As part of my work with Meta Gym Institute, 
I'm working on a final project where I'm exploring the question of praying with and in nature and how do we make the created world a conversation partner in our spiritual formation. And so I'm leading a group in a spiritual direction exercise where we meet outdoors and we intentionally take a few minutes, 30 minutes or so, meditatively walking and listening and just seeing where spirit may be coming to us in the wind, in the movement of a tree, in a blade of grass, in an open field. And we listen for what that may say to us. The other side of that is to be open. And I think of that with an experience that I had back on Christmas Eve of 2021. I was out for a run in my community, and I was running alongside a creek. And I've run past this creek dozens and dozens of times. It's part of a normal loop that I run. And while running, I was listening to a podcast, and this particular podcast was a recording of an Advent sermon that had been preached by the host on peace. And he was recounting the great truce of 1914, I believe it was, during World War I, where both sides laid down their arms for Christmas. And during the sermon, the words of the sermon would be intercut with another man who was singing Christmas hymns. And as I was running along this creek, the song Silent Night was being sung in German, actually, beautifully. And at that moment, a blue heron flew up out of the creek and circled above my head for just a few seconds, maybe 10 seconds was all it was. And then it flew off. And I wasn't necessarily out running that day looking for a sign from God. I wasn't looking to immediately ascribe meaning to that experience. But I did recognize it immediately as a gift, as the universe or God, the sacred, however you want to say that. It was a gift, an experience that brought meaning and joy to me and that made me feel connected in that moment. And so when I talk about being open, it's just the willingness to be surprised, the willingness to be encountered and to encounter nature in a way that maybe is unexpected. I also think that there are some accompanying practices that could be helpful if this is something that interests you, praying in nature. One of them is meditative walking. This would be similar to how you would walk a prayer labyrinth. But my recommendation, if you're walking in nature, looking for the Spirit, looking to pray, is to walk meditatively, slowly, Pay attention to the sounds around you. Pay attention to the sights and the smells. What do you feel in that moment? Journaling also has been helpful for me in this practice. And I would say journaling, make sure it's old school journaling with a pen and paper, not in your notes app, in your phone. But just being able to jot down experiences you have, maybe, and it has been for me at times, it's just a list of gratitude just a recognition of the blessings all around us. And also the practice of, we can call it Echo Divina or Terra Divina, which would be similar to a Lectio Divina practice. But instead of reading scripture, we would read nature. We would read the earth. And so we would think through those things that stuck out to us, those things that resonated with us. How do they speak to us? What are they saying to us? And in that moment, we can find meaning that way. 
And another very simple practice that I think could be beneficial in nature is the practice of the examine. Sometimes when you're outside, the weather is bad. It can be hot or cold or rainy. There can be bugs. The practice of the examine helps us acknowledge those things, but also to find the beauty that's hiding out there as well. And so just listing those things, those consolations, those things that make us feel grateful and fill us with a sense of hope and wonder, and also those things that are desolations to us, those things that make us feel disconnected. All of those practices can be practiced in nature and can help give us a very robust spirituality of the wilderness. I believe that this could be key to our collective spiritual development, a book that has been very influential to me and I won't review it, but I'll recommend it. It's Church of the Wild by Victoria Lures, and it explores this kind of spirituality, the reconnecting, the rewilding of church, reconnecting us with creation. To close, I want to read a prayer that was prayed by the current Pope, St. Francis. So let's pray together. All-powerful God, You are present in the whole universe and in the smallest of your creatures. You embrace with your tenderness all that exists. Pour out upon us the power of your love that we may protect life and beauty. Fill us with peace that we may live as brothers and sisters, harming no one. O God of the poor, help us to rescue the abandoned and forgotten of this earth so precious in your eyes. Bring healing to our lives that we may protect the world and not prey on it, that we may sow beauty, not pollution and destruction. Touch the hearts of those who look only for gain at the expense of the poor and the earth. Teach us to discover the worth of each thing, to be filled with awe and contemplation to recognize that we are profoundly united with every creature as we journey towards your infinite light. We thank you for being with us each day. Encourage us, we pray, in our struggle for justice, love, and peace. Amen.